Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Glorious Sunday, amen. Today is Resurrection Sunday, and we have something to declare to all the world. Our Jesus is alive. Amen. Say that wherever you're at right now. Jesus is alive. We have a song that we always sing. And maybe you know this. Because he lives, right? I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. All fear is gone. Because I know, I know. He holds the future, amen? And my life is worth the living just because He lives, amen? We have a bright future because our Savior lives. Let me say this, that the resurrection is the most significant event that happened in the history of man. And the resurrection proves, number one, that our Savior is the Son of God. He is alive. He is alive in our hearts. He is alive and He is working in each and every one of us. Number two, Jesus was sacrificed and His sacrifice paid the penalty of our sins. Today, our sins have already been forgiven and because of that, we stand under the new covenant. We're under the new covenant today, amen? The covenant of His grace. Also, the resurrection proves that Jesus has conquered sickness. He's conquered actually death and the grave. Amen? No death can hold our Savior down. And lastly, one also, also one thing that we can see from the resurrection is Jesus has defeated the enemy. Jesus has defeated the enemy. When He was at the cross, He cried out, It is finished. And because of that sacrifice, Today, we have a Savior that is alive and an enemy that is defeated. Amen. There are two things that is needed to happen for us to be saved. Number one, He needed to remove sin. And that is why the cross was there. He went to the cross to be the penalty, to take the penalty of our sins. And after that, He needed to be raised to life. And that is why the resurrection power of God came. He conquered sin and death, and now He conquered death by giving us life. We must know both. We must have a revelation of the cross, and we must have a revelation of His resurrection. We cannot live in this life without the resurrection. You know why? Because the Christian life, the glory of the Christian life is the empty tomb. Amen. The glory of the Christian life is the empty tomb because it proves what I've just declared a while ago that our Savior and everything that He said is true. Amen. So Matthew 28, verse 5 to 6. Matthew 28, verse 5 to 6. In the New King James Version, it says, But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. Verse 6. He is not here, for He is risen. He is not here, for He is risen. As He said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. This is the greatest demonstration of God's power. 
that he was able to raise Jesus from the grave. That means all of the promises of God stand and is fulfilled. That's why if you're standing on the promise of God, one of the greatest demonstrations that is faithful to his promise is that Jesus is alive. Amen. Jesus is alive. At the cross, Jesus cried, it is finished. And at the resurrection, the Father declared, amen. Let me say that again. That really warms my heart. At the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. And at the resurrection, the Father is declaring, so be it. Amen. That's why we have, you know, when we're standing on the promises of God, 2 Corinthians 1.20 in the ESV tells us, For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. Amen. Today, the theme of our Resurrection Sunday is the resurrected King. The resurrected King. The entrance of the King. We talked about it during Palm Sunday, the reason why he entered, and then that king bowed so low so that he could save you and me. But today, we're celebrating our resurrected king. Do you know that the kingdom is a main theme in the life of Jesus? Actually, in his preaching, you always hear him say, the kingdom of God. It's mentioned 126 times in the gospel. The basic meaning of the word kingdom in the Bible is God's kingly rule, His rules. And when you see the kingdom, it speaks of God's rule, His reign, His action, His lordship, His sovereign governance. The purpose of God in His coming to save us is because He wants to rule in our hearts. That's why the kingdom of God is introduced the good news it is the good news. In and through Jesus, God the King is coming in a way, in a new way to the world to establish His saving rule. Let me say this. He came to establish His saving rule. And do you know what? He's coming back again to establish His reign. Amen. To establish His reign. He came to save us so to establish his saving rule, first in the hearts of the people who are open to receive him, and then secondly, he's going to come back and establish his reign for all men and for everyone to see that he is king of kings and the Lord of lords. The resurrection of Jesus exalted him to rule and reign forever. Let me give you three things, three points about our resurrected king. Number one, because of the resurrection of Jesus, he has a name above every name. He has, given, he has been given the name that is above every name. And the Bible says that every knee will bow to him. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 10 tells us, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above what? Every name. The name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Look at the magnitude. Look at the expanse. Look at the territory of this reign. On earth, in, on earth, in, in heaven, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Every man will bow down. Every name will bow down to the name of Jesus. That's why where we're at right now, 
COVID must bow down to the name of Jesus. Sickness must bow down to the name of Jesus. Amen? Because we have a resurrected king. And so if you are sick in your body today, claim the healing in the name of Jesus. Amen? If you are fearful right now, claim his protection in the name of Jesus because all of these things must bow down to the name that is above every name. Hallelujah. God has given us that name. And you and I now can use that name to declare. He has given us this authority so that when we pray, we can use this name and we can see the benefits of his name because his name is above every name. Our resurrected king carries the name that is above every name, Jesus. Also, our resurrected king proves when he was resurrected, it proves that he is the son of of God. Praise God. Amen. The Son of God. Romans 1 verse 4 tells us, and he was shown to be the Son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's the King, or rather he's the Christ Jesus, our Lord. So when God raised him from the grave, in the New Living Translation, it tells us that it proves that Jesus is the Son of God. So because of the resurrected king, we have a name. Jesus carries a name that is above every name. And not only that, he is the son of God. It proves that he's the son of God. And lastly, in this first point, we know that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Revelation 17, 14 tells us, These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. He is the King of kings, and he is the Lord of lords, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Let me in encourage you right now. You are the King of kings, and the Lord of lords lives inside your hearts. Amen. The resurrected king lives inside your hearts. And he is saying, as you submit yourself under my rule, I will take care of you. Because my name is higher than any other name. I am the son of God and I am the king of kings and I am the Lord of lords. Amen. We have a resurrected Jesus. Amen. We need to shout it out. We need to declare that over all our circumstances. Let them, let them know that our Savior is alive and He's alive inside of us and He's alive here and He's working in us and for us. Amen? Second thing that you need to know with the resurrection, our resurrected King, is this. His kingdom is the true kingdom and everlasting kingdom. His kingdom is the true kingdom and the everlasting kingdom. I'm going to use a passage that was, is normally used during Christmas. And this is in Isaiah chapter 9. And many of you know this, but I want for you to see it in a different light. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 to 7, it tells us, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. Pastor Giselle, what are you, why are you using a verse that points to Jesus' coming or rather being born on the earth? Well, actually, the reason why he was born is because so that he is born to die. 
And he's born to die so that he can be raised from the grave. It's really a plan, a redemptive plan set by God for you and for me. Now, I want you to see the first part of this verse. It says, a child is born, Jesus becoming a man forever, and a son is given. Unto us a child is born, and unto us the son is given. Jesus only, the son of God, given as a sacrifice. And now, let's see what happens. And then the government shall be upon his shoulders. What does that mean? The government will be upon his shoulders. The shoulders, when, when he talks about the shoulder, it is really, it's like the, the, the resting of the shoulders, of the shoulders represents authority. Like in the military, you're going to find the rank in the shoulders, on the shoulders of people. The government, let me say this, a resurrected king is going to rule government. A government that is what? The kingdom that comes from heaven and is going to declare that rule and reign in and through us. The government means rule and reign or dominion. God's kingdom is rule and reign. Everything that the kingdom represents, his ways, his will, his power and majesty, his abundance and wholeness, his peace and order will be upon his shoulders. Amen? Our resurrected king today is carrying the shoulders of the kingdom of heaven. And he's saying to you and to me that I am your wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. I am your mighty God. I am your everlasting Father. I am the Prince of Peace. Amen. He's the bringer of peace. He's the bringer of shalom. Nothing missing and nothing broken. And the Bible continues to declare in verse 7, of the increase of His government and peace, there will be no end. Our resurrected King is positioned by God to rule and to reign. And the government of his kingdom rests upon his shoulders. And our king is full. He's wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. And one of the characteristics of this kingdom is this. It's increasing. Of the increase of this government and peace, there will be no end. The kingdom of God is increasing. The kingdom of God is advancing because we have a resurrected king. Kingdoms will rise and fall. Presidents will be here today and gone tomorrow. Governments will rule but not forever. But our kingdom, the kingdom of our resurrected king, increases forever. Amen. Increase means it's not decreasing. It means it's advancing. It means it's arising. Amen. This is the watchword for the year. It is arising. Even though you don't see it in the natural, God is doing something in the spirit. The kingdom of God, no one can stop it. Not COVID-19, nothing can stop the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God, our resurrected king is alive and the government is upon his shoulders and he's declaring no one can stop this advancing kingdom. Amen. That's why we have a prayer that we always pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Whatever is on, on heaven, we declare that to be here on earth. The kingdom of God is advancing. The kingdom of God knows no end. 
Woo, hallelujah. Let me continue to read. Of the increase, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the seal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Against the backdrop of the times that we're living in, the backdrop of deep darkness, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. When the increase of bad news of COVID-19 and sickness and, 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 and hopelessness and fear of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Where sin and the effects of sin abounds, the, when, where the Bible says, you know, of the increase of its government and peace, there will be no end. Grace abounds much more. When the future, when the future seems so bleak, know this, that you have a resurrected king and his kingdom and his government, there will be no end. Hallelujah! His kingdom is an unshakable kingdom. His power is unstoppable. We have an everlasting kingdom, my friends. Amen. Let me say that again. We have access to the very kingdom that Jesus, you know, has given to you and to me. We have, we have a supply from heaven. We just need to see that our Savior is alive and He made a way, an open heaven, so that you and I could receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever you need from heaven today, receive it from Him. Your supply comes from heaven. Amen. In the midst of all the lockdowns and the ECQs, MECQ or anything or whatever, ladies and gentlemen, your supply comes from heaven. Amen. God's kingdom increases and his kingdom knows no end. That's why in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18 in the ESV, it says, So we do not lose heart, though our outward self is wasting away, or our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction, for this light momentary affliction, it's only light, it's only temporary compared to eternity. Amen? This is only light. And again, I'm not belittling what happened or what, what's happening to families, you know, suffering. I'm not saying that that's only light. But what I'm saying in light of God's plan, in light of God's eternity, this is only temporary. There is glory on the other side of this. There is glory on the other side of this. That's why it says here, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comprehension or comparison as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen for the things that are seen are transient or temporary but the things that are unseen are eternal come on amen we do not look at the things that are seen but we have a different perspective we have a different kingdom we know that the kingdom of our resurrected king is advancing and is increasing and, is, and there is no end to the reign and the rule of his kingdom. And we're part of that kingdom today. Can someone say amen? Because we have a resurrected king. Number three thing that you need to know because of our resurrected king, he lives and now I can live. He lives and now I can truly live. 
live. The resurrection of Christ is the difference between a dead religion and a personal relationship. The reason why he was resurrected is so that he can open up a way for you and I to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me read from Romans chapter 6, verse 4 in the New Living Translation. Amen. The benefits of what we have. Amen. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious Father, the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Amen. Now also we may live new lives. Verse 5, since we have been united with Him in His death, we will also be raised to life as He was. We know that our sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. See yourself alive in Christ. Amen? Verse 7, For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Look at the transfer. Look at where, where you're at right now. You are truly alive in Christ. You are now dead to sin and you are alive to Christ. You are now dead to the things of sin. Amen. Even to the effects of sin. And you can claim the life that God has given to you and to me. Amen. And so if you are sick in your body today, you declare the life-giving healing that God has given to you and to me. Because now you are alive because you carry resurrection life. Verse 8. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with Him. In verse 9, we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead. And we will never, and he will rather never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. Look at verse 10. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin, but now he lives. He lives for the glory of God. He's alive. Verse 11. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus has done for us. Because he lives, our resurrected king lives. He also, you and I, he resurrected us because of the life that he has given to you and to me. Amen? Not only that, do you know that the resurrection power of God not only affects our, our spirit, not only affects our soul, but also it affects our bodies. Also affects your body. And let me give you a verse here in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Look at this. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. That's why we can claim healing. Amen? And we can claim that the resurrection power is alive and working inside of us. It's transforming our soul, our mind, and our will and emotions, the way we think and the way we see things. But do you know, if we acknowledge the resurrection power of God is living inside of us and we are resurrected being in Christ, you know what happens? It definitely will affect your mortal bodies. Amen? The same power that raised Jesus from the grave is alive and present inside of you. That's, that's why you claim the healing. That's why you begin to claim the inheritance that you have, you have in Christ. Do you know that healing is your right? Because of what Jesus has done for you. Wholeness is a gift. Your inheritance in Christ. Why? 
because the resurrection power is living inside of you and I. I declare healing over you. I declare, declare wholeness over you in the name of Jesus to those who are sick, to those who are infected. I declare wholeness and life in you as you begin to know that the resurrection power of Jesus lives inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the reason why. And there are many more things that we can say about the resurrected king. But let me say this. He did all of that so that you and I could be transformed from power of darkness, translated from the power of darkness into the place where the kingdom of God rule and reign. What is our part? To submit to it. To submit to what God what, uh, to submit to God's rule and to submit to God's reign. You know, as we are talking about the resurrected king, you know, Jesus, as you know, he appeared to his disciples. I think this is the first time that he appeared to his disciples. And you can find this in John chapter 20, verse 19. Then at the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, you know, they were in ECQ also. <laughs> when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, there was fear all around. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. What did he say? The first thing that he did was he said, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Then verse 20, when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. And so Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Think about the scenario here. It was evening. It was evening when it's dark, when there's like fear all around, just like where we're living in, what we're going through right now. Jesus is always going to show himself to you and he's going to say to you, peace be still. He will encourage you with his peace. And also he will remind you of what he did at the cross. He's going to show you his hands and he's going to show you his side. I pray at this moment, I pray at this time, as we're celebrating the resurrected king, that we will know that God is telling you and I, peace be still. Because the government is upon my shoulders. I am your wonderful counselor. I am your mighty God. I am your everlasting father. I am your prince of peace. Of the increase of my government and peace, there will be no end. He's saying to you that my name is the name that is above every name. Amen? That he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's the son of God. That every name must bow down to the name of Jesus. And lastly, as we're talking about the resurrected king, know this, for those who submit themselves to the rule and reign of our King Jesus, God is saying that as I live, you also will live. As I live, you also will live. As I am, the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Maybe you don't know Jesus that way. Maybe I'm speaking to somebody maybe a group of people, you're watching this broadcast and you're saying, I'm not sure really if I know the resurrected king. I'm not sure really if I have that personal relationship with him. Well, I'm going to pray a prayer of accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All you need to do is open up your heart. You know, just like we know that the tomb that Jesus 
uh, that the disciples used to lay the body of Jesus, it was a small tomb. You know, the entrance actually was small. For you to enter, you must bow low. The way to enter into the kingdom of God is that we bow low, that we bow before God and allow Jesus to come into our hearts. This is an invitation for you to have life in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the fear, in the midst of deep darkness all around. God is giving you life because He is alive. And death, ladies and gentlemen, you know, life is stronger than death. Amen? The life that Jesus carries is stronger than any form of death. That's why today I'm going to encourage you, open up your heart to receive Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Can you pray with me? Pray this from your heart. Say this, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I bow low. I receive you, Jesus, and as I open up my heart, I receive you into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior today and forever. Thank you for what you've done at the cross. Thank you, Lord God, that you are alive, and now you are alive in me. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. And today, I am yours, and I am alive. I am saved. In your name I pray, amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, please let us know. Let us know. Type it right now and say, I prayed that salvation prayer. Or just say, I prayed that prayer. Because we want to get in touch with you. We want to help you in this new relationship that you have with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me say this again. Jesus is alive. One more time. Jesus is alive. Our Savior is alive. We have a resurrected King. His name is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. His name is above every name. And the government of His kingdom is resting upon His shoulders. He came to save, but also He's coming back to reign and rule. Amen. God bless you, my friends. Hopefully, you got something today. Let me say this. Your Savior is alive. That's why you can face tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.